you heard it here first in the Broski <laughs> Doodles podcast. Skiko Flokiko Cervantes. And today I got you with that Spanish look. It's not that I grew 15 years. There's going to be an explanation <laughs> to this. Chef Maurice, thank you for joining today. You're Anytime. repping the 305. The 305. You're repping that Miami date? Yeah, I have to. We have All right. to. All right. You're repping something else, but... I mean, I'm repping the Spanish culture today. But yeah, no, yeah. but I'm a, I'm a rapper of the 305. I normally do it via the Marlins, but but yeah, tomato, tomato. I, I, think, I think this is... I think we've talked about this before. I think now we, we moved away from Miami. We're, we're not living there. Let's make it clear that we grew up there. We were born in Venezuela. We grew up in, in South Florida. And now we have moved on. But we always come back. Like, we talk shit about this place. But we can talk shit. We, we are from there. Right, right. Do you think that, okay, because we're from there, we talk shit about it. But hidden within that, we're talking shit about it because actually we do love it. I think it's a little bit of everything. Yeah. We hate it. We love it. It's a love-hate relationship. Sweet and sour. I think what I hate the most about Miami other than the people, um, it's, the, <laughs> it's, I mean, the weather is fucking horrible, man. So hot. So hot and humid. But, I mean, I, I don't know what's the weather in San Francisco, but you talk shit about Miami... Miami. And I get you. When we lived there, I, I thought that as well. But as you start seeing how other people live in the world, I don't think that you would say that. I think a lot of Europeans would be happy to have the, the weather in Miami. That's why for foreigners, my foreigners is anything outside of South Florida. Okay. <laughs> for foreigners, Miami is like the best shit ever. But for you and I that live there for a long, long time, it might not be the best shit ever. Like, mm -hmm. I see why people get excited about Miami. Like, I see it. Mm -hmm. But I don't, I don't feel the same. Okay. Because when I talk to my colleagues at work about Miami, they're like, oh, the beaches, the women, the party, the cocaine. It's great. Yeah, I mean, true. I see it. I see everything that you're talking about. But Miami is not only that. Miami is Hialeah. Damn, you see, now you're getting into places where I wouldn't go. Um, Miami is Little Havana. That's, that's a real Miami for me. Okay. Kendall. And is that, that's a good thing? It's a different thing. Okay. It's a different <laughs> thing. Well, you know what they say, like, whenever they talk about the county of Miami, it's Miami-Dade and the bitches. So and the bitches or the yeah, bitches? What? No, I have an accent. <laughs> so, oh. <laughs> but I just think it, I I find it as a very odd way for you to rap the three hundred five while shitting on it. But I guess that's part of being Miami riffraff like we are. You got a yeti. We that might can cause some sort of disease because they're not sponsoring this this episode. Who does? Jetty. Oh, Jetty. Okay. Maybe the Miami Heat too. I mean, if they want to send some fucking jerseys, I won't. I won't be mad about that yeah. shit. I mean, I think you 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 put out the attitude that they would like. Okay, <laughs> but let's heat culture, as they call it. Let me get to the let me get to the nitty gritty. 
I wanted to show you. Well, when by the we, way, three oh five for life. Yeah, three oh five for life. Even though you're you're talking the mad shit. Um, I wanted to give. You know, I live in Spain. That's why I have this this clothing. Don't think that I suddenly I'm just going downwards <laughs> in my life. I understand what I'm wearing. Um, but I wanted to talk about tapas, right? Because whenever people come from America or other places, what's the what's the number one thing people want to experience in Spain? The tapas. The tapas. Hi, can I get the tapas? <laughs> Which, by the way, I, I went to a restaurant re around my house, right? And where I live, there's a lot of international people. And some guy went down, like, to the place. Like, I, maybe he was just by flying by and so he went and he's like uh, from america or something and he was like hi yes uh i'm looking to to eat some of the typical tapas from here and the guy that was the, the owner right which is a very interesting guy was like well you came to the wrong place because i don't serve <laughs> typical tapas i serve my own tapas and he wanted to be uh... very very like oh i got my own thing but at the same time it's like dude don't be a fucking piece of shit. But anyways, <laughs> tapas, right? People come to Spain. They're like, hey, I want to I wanna eat the tapas, right? Madrid, great place for tapas. The south, great place for tapas. In the north, they call tapas pinchos, but it's the same concept, and I hear they're amazing. Spain in general, they have good food, but the tapas, it's more of like a little small food item that goes <laughs> along with your drink. And just know for people that come here, this is not required, and you will not get it with every drink that you order. Most of the time, it's the first one. Maybe you get it a little later, another one. But don't think that, because I, I, I hear a lot of people say, like, oh, yeah, you get a drink, and every drink gets a tapa. No, that's not the rule. No, if you, if you make a connection with the people there, they see you every day, you know. The, the treatment might improve. One thing that you'll notice as an American is that the customer service in Spain is quite peculiar, at least in Madrid. <laughs> Definitely different. And when I say peculiar, I mean shit. <laughs> But once you get used to it and you start getting to know the people, then they start liking you. And then you become like a little knit group, right? <coughs> All right. But so you can see here, I'm sharing the screen. And I'm going to show you guys the best tapas. The number one tapa. Actually, we should start from the bottom up. The number 10 tapa is Rabas. And this is from Cantabria, so this is the north part. I understand, Chef Maurice, you worked at a Michelin star restaurant in the north of Spain. Do you remember or did you work with Rabas specifically? No, I actually don't know what it is. Okay, me neither. So, I mean, this is the great way <laughs> to start. <laughs> but that's that's why we have the Google, right? Right, or ChatGPT, apparently that's what they're... So, I mean, it's, it's kind of like calamari. Right. It's, yeah, fried fried squid, fried calamari. All right, fried calamari. I think the difference with this one is that maybe the name it's different because it's from a certain place in Spain, right? So we see here Rabas is from Cantabria, which is mm. north right. of um, of Spain, closer to the ocean. Maybe maybe that's how just how they call it instead of. Yeah, and I also matter. think that instead of leaving them circle, they cut them in strips. So that that's my, might be why they're called rabas instead of mm. just calamari circles. <laughs> um, but I, I mean, I'm I'm good with this. I love this. I love calamari. Uh, there's some places where you can get the good ones and not the frozen ones from the supermarket. 
And in those cases, this is very good. And the way that they do it here, which, I mean, this is something that they do in the U.S. too. Here they call it Al-Andalusa. Or uh, there's another way, another that... From uh, the south? Yeah, from the south. They call it Al-Andalusa. And in other parts, they call it um, something else. I'm trying to think right now. But, yeah, they're breaded. Rebosados. Rebosados. Yeah, I think that's what's up. They're breaded and then fried, and they're really amazing. You put some lime. Here they use the yellow lime. In the Americas, we like to use the green lime. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> Same shit. So I Number think this nine. Is, this is oh, a good sorry, one. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Go. No, I think that I'm saying that this is a good one. I'm, I'm good with calamari. That's for sure. You, I don't, I'm not a big calamari fan. So 10, so far, it's good for me. Right okay. at the bottom. As we start getting closer to the number ones, that's when we start seeing, you know, where we don't agree with certain shit. And but for now, I'm cool with this. Number nine, croqueta de bacalao. So croqueta, how would you translate a croqueta? In the restaurant, we call them croquettes. croquettes. So very close. Okay. Very close. And bacalao is a type of um, fish. Fish. It's cod. It's- I like these. Delicious. I actually like sea, uh, uh, yeah, like seafood croquettes. I've had mm-hmm. them of like shrimp. I had them of different fishes. I've had them of sardines, and I, I love them. If they're made well in in a place, and you get the nice little seasoning of the fish flavor, is fire. I mean, croquetas is a staple in Spain. You're gonna find these in every bar. I wouldn't say that all of them make them really good, but they're all decent. There are some places that do them extra good. Um, and, yeah, I think that's something to, to look at. Here, number nine, nine and eight is croquetas in general. It's just that number nine is croquetas, the, the cod croquettes. But really, croquettes can have anything inside. You, know, you can put a bag of methamphetamines inside of, of, of a croquette and that's that's valid you can do that i see that uh croquettes of um spinach are very very popular in spain as well yeah Maybe. if you're in, if you're in, if you're into veganism for example <laughs> but you still want to um, get fried shit to clog your arteries you can get uh spinach right croquettes croquetas the cecina, so cecina is beef, right? It's a part yeah, of cecina beef. is like the serrano ham, but with beef. So it's dried mm. beef. So uh, like jerky. Yeah, it's like jerky. Beef it's really jerky. good. Uh, there's I, a ca- cachopo here, which is like cordon blue type shit. It's like meat with cheese and ham inside and then breaded and fried. A lot of times they use cecina, which is this jerky. It's like, like I said, serrano ham, but instead they use a cow. I, I'm having trouble with this top list. This, this page always gives me some trouble. This uh, taste atlas. Mm-hmm. I always look at, at this and I find uh, top tens and stuff. So I bring it up and we talk about it. But there's some stuff missing that I don't like, but we can keep going. Okay. And also, you can say collectively croquetas and then have number three with another fucking... Yeah, I mean, this is... Uh, I mean, just to... Yeah. You can this see people, why people made this shit. I mean, that that's uh, as a statement that I wouldn't share. At the end of the day, we do have different mindsets in the podcast and we, we, we support <laughs> diversity. But yeah, this is obviously made by somebody that has deficiencies in their brain because 
You're gonna put a bunch of croquettes in different places. Like just be consistent with this shit. Croquettes in general. That's I think that you you should have this in the top ten in Spain because it's a, it's a classic. Uh, so I I don't mind it. There's some croquettes that are better than others, but there's also different tastes. You have ham croquettes. You have cheese croquettes. There's a supermarket near my house that they do like blue cheese croquettes. Mm-hmm. Amazing, but it's, it's it's the blue cheese of Spain, which is called Cabrales, and it's amazing. I mean, maybe that 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 I just said, saying that, could get me in trouble with the Spanish authorities. <laughs> number seven, do you know what it is? I, I researched it. Number seven, Pringa. This is from the Andalusian region, the south, and this is like you know what this reminds me of. This is like a little barbecue hoagie. Right, that you maybe get at, at like a gas station in Texas. <laughs> so you have your little bread, and then inside you have chopped pork, maybe with some sauces. And I mean, I've never actually heard of this. I don't mind this at all. But here I am starting to get to the point where if we only have 10 spots, maybe you shouldn't have this. Because again, this is not a bad thing, a little sandwich with pork, but I just don't think that it should beat other items that are more classic to Spain. I mean, it does say current ranking as of April 2023 at the top. So, I mean, maybe they asked 10 people and then this 10 people just gave the shitty list. But I don't know. I, I, I find it funny that they say this is the current ranking as if they have some sort of authority to like <laughs> or like we are the ones that are keeping tabs on on what is good or not yeah this this list is becoming a little stupid but we'll see I mean, mainly because there's a lot of things missing here number six is chistorra which is like uh like chorizo it's like a like sausage it's, it's a type of sausage that's made with pork and and pimenton uh peppers red peppers I I mean, I don't have a problem with this. I love chistorra. Um, you see chistorra served with bread a lot, so you can have like that little, you know, sandwich of, of sausage. Um, sometimes they make this on, on these balls that have uh, sidra, like white wine that's, um, what's it called, uh, foamy, you know, bubbly. I don't mind this. I mean, this is coming from the Basque country, from the northern of Spain. You've had these, right? You like these? This this is where the list starts getting fucked because I would put this in my top five. The Chistorra? Chistorra of, yeah, it's one of my favorite chorizos to have. Okay. It's like this little chorizo, right? It's like this little right. sausage. They're very thin and long and then they just cut them. Mm-hmm. And then they fry them in a shitload of olive oil or... Some sort of oil. And uh, I I like those. Yes. For sure. Top five. In Venezuela, we would have a lot of little get-togethers where we would do chistorra in the grill. We put them on little breads. Maybe put a little pico de gallo. Pico de gallo. And and you make a nice little cheap night out, you know, but you still feed the, the crew. Best meals. But when you did a little barbecue, chorizo and bread, or or chistorra and bread, you can't beat that, really. I mean, you can be as rich as you want, but that's something that we all, should always get your heart warm. Now, you think that 
Jeffrey Be- Bezos when he travels to Spain. He He's has, called Jeffrey. I mean Jeff. Okay. Jeffrey. Okay. <laughs> he uh, he goes to Spain and he gets chistorra, like the fried, like the shit, the good one that's like very shitty for your health. Okay, but where are you coming with this question from? Is it because he's a healthy guy now? No, because he's rich, and I want to know if he eats the, the, oh, okay. the food of the people. Well, he's a weird guy, but he is uh, from Spanish descent. Spanish Bezos, or Cuban? Bezos is a Spanish uh, name, and it's also translated to kisses. Well, I see the Bezos part with a th- with a th. Bethos. Mm-hmm. Bethos. Yeah. I, I see the Spanish. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's Spanish. So Chistorra, no problem. I'm good with Chistorra. I think Chistorra should be part of it. No problem here. Number five. This one's going to hit me in the feels. Papas mm. arrugadas. This is uh, wrinkled potatoes. <laughs> wrinkled potatoes. And actually, this is a culinary item from the Canary Islands, which is these <laughs> islands that are located near Africa. Africa. But they're still part of Spain. And that's actually... Part of where my heritage is from, part of where my bloodline comes from. Not only it's close to Africa, but their accent is a lot of. When it sounds like Venezuelan accent. Yeah, and maybe it has to do with the fact that maybe a lot of people from Canary Islands went to Venezuela at one point, and maybe they had something to do with the accent that we have in Venezuela. But papas arrugadas, what it is is you grab the potatoes, you make them, and then you shake them with salt. And then you don't, the skin, you don't take it off when you cook them. So the salt starts wrinkling the skin and it starts making it be softer. And you eat it with the skin. They put this mojo, which is like a a gravy, so to speak, on top that's spicy and good. And I mean, even though this is a weird one, because I guess this is more specific to a place in Spain and not something that you can eat it everywhere in Spain. But I guess because part of my heritage is from here, I have some heart to it and I would keep it because it is good. I mean, papas arrugadas is good. Although maybe you could have here papas bravas instead, which is the more classic one. So it's just potatoes that are cut and fried and then you have a spicy sauce on top. That's the more classic in Spain. I like how um, I like how the Spanish call it bravas because it's spicy, but when you eat it, it's just basically ketchup. <laughs> you see, this is the problem. Like, you cannot be disrespectful, especially when I'm wearing the Spanish outfit. But I mean, think about it. You can't call it bravas and just be like, yeah. But you cannot make tingly. you cannot make this type of accusations based I have on, to. on I one have to. shitty bar that you went to. <laughs> well, I have to say this shit. I think okay. I have to get it out of my system. No, that's cool. It's you just know? you might not be able to enter Spain next time you come here. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I mean, there's places that give you shitty sauce, but there's other places that do it right, and and yeah, don't 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 disrespect my. F- don't even try. It. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go to the next one, number four. Pulpo, so you like ketchup I, with your potatoes? Huh? All right, let's go. I don't mind it, but I also like the original sauce, which is made and is given in restaurants. Number four, pulpo a la gallega, which is octopus the gallegan way. Gallegan. Gallegan. <laughs> This is the northwest of Spain. Um, we have a lot of this type of people in Venezuela that came, you know, to f- fuck the indigenous women. I mean, that's what they did. I, I, that, that came in their pussy. I mean, yes. What? 
You said they came, so I just thought. No, you see, you go crazy. Oh man, I I always take it one. You one go step, step further. further. No, 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 no. Shit. That's not what I said. So octopus, the Gallegan way. What they do is they cook it. And again, I mean, I'm not a chef. If Chef Maurice, maybe you cooked this when you were here. You can add any point. Up to now, you haven't really added anything <laughs> that comes with the chef expertise always, you have. I'm subtracting shit. Yeah, you're fucking it up <laughs> pretty much. So octopus, the Gallegan way, which I'm pretty sure that's not how you say it. Gallegan. <laughs> octopus, the Gallegan way. You cook the octopus in water, boil it. There's an art to it. If you overcook it, you're fucked. If you undercook it, you're fucked. You're fucked. You have, you, to, it, you have to uh, asustarla. Can you, you explain like, a little what's the process of cooking octopus for the right con, um, texture? So you grab the octopus by the head. No, you have the water boiling. Usually you put some spices on it. And then you grab the octopus. And then you you scare it. I don't know how to... I don't know what the process is. So you kind of grab it and then you dump it in the water and take it out. You do it a couple of times. So you do it maybe I don't know, two or three times. Uh, and then take it out one last time and then just put it back in the boiling water. And then you cook it for, I don't know how long. Okay. I don't know how long. But you have to do that process because... So you don't really know the process. No, you do the process of the, the scaring the octopus. Right. But I don't know how long it takes to cook. I don't. Maybe not too long. Or yeah, it's not too long, long, but there is a thing to it. And then I think after you have to put it in cold water, it's in some ice shit. water, just yeah, so yeah. you don't overcook it. But no, octopus is uh, is complicated. That's why I don't like eating. I will say to people, if you're gonna go eat this more delicate type plates, you don't want to do it at any touristic bar that you find on the way. You want to kind of research it because this is something that can so easily be fucked up. Like, if you eat this shit and it's not made right, it's just not going to taste. And it's going to fuck up any octopus you will ever have. Yeah, even if it's like a good octopus that went to school and, you know, (laughs) kept it healthy. Like, it's still going to be shit because the texture can can be fucked up really easily. But anyway. Do you remember? No, no, I was going to say, do you remember uh, Octopus Paul? Pulpa Paul? No. Where, Where is that from? No, no, during the uh, 2010 World Cup. Oh, true, the, yes. the octopus who used to like predict. Yeah. And then the Spanish now is like, because he predicted that they would win the World Cup and they actually won it. Right. This Pulpo Paul or Octopus Paul, it's just like a god there now. Has he gotten it right ever since? No, he died afterwards. <laughs> they ate him. They ate him. They, 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 they scared him. <laughs> scared him on a but anyways, once they cook it, they slice the octopus and then they either do it like in the grill or the like in the, or the grill. Oh, yeah. Or in the, yeah. What's the plancha? The skittle? The skit? The skittles? The skittle. And it's good. They put a little sauce in it, olive oil. It's good. If it's made well, it's good. It is an expensive dish and you're going to pay a lot for a small portion, but definitely worth it. Are, are, do you agree that this should be in the top 10? I'm not a, a, a octopusy lover, so okay. I would I would still have it in the top ten, but in lower lower rank, lower okay. rank. Well, I would I agree with you. I would still have it in the top ten, lower rank, also because I'm not an octopusy fan. Mm. But that's you know that's more of a personal thing. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong. 
All right. Number three is croquettes. Again. Ham croquettes. But we already talked about croquettes. They're good. I think croquettes could be in top five. I don't mind it. Just in general. Just to make it clear, the jamón is a serrano ham. Correct. And then they do a, a bechamel. A bechamel sauce. I put the ham. They cool it down so it gets hard. And it's easier to bread. You bread it with egg, flour, and... I don't know, panko or some sort of breadcrumbs. Panko if you want to make it Japanese. Japanese. Um, and then just fry the shit out of it. And then when you once you bite it, it's uh, gooey, hammy, and salty. crispy on the outside. Crispy on the outside. Would Sometimes you say, they put a, a shitty sauce on the side, like a sweet sauce. Like, why no. would you fuck it up like that? Yeah, there's a lot of places that want to be like fusion, like, oh, we're like more advanced than others and then they put some dumbass little sauce so yeah i'm with you there i don't you, you know why i hate miami because now Whoa. they're doing <laughs> now we're, they're doing the tequeños with like chocolate sauce or guava sauce like yeah. shut the fuck up yeah like this is the no. yeah like i always say tequeños is the food of the people you and can't you, sh- you, you can't can, fancy it up yeah you can fancy it up because that's yeah you're going against the the yeah the social net that is uh, keeping the tequeño to where it is. So I think uh, croquetas with uh, croquetas jamón with uh, sweet sauce, no. No. Tequeños with any kind of sauce that's not garlic sauce. Garlic sauce, true. No. So no. croquetas de jamón, one of my favorites. Croquetas de jamón, Top three I for it. sure. Top three, okay. I say top not five Not my top one. Not top one. Not my well, top one. That's where we're going to have the longer conversation when we get to okay, what we, we would think is number one. And there's some things here that are missing that I that I can't even like. And I can't even. I can't even. There's one thing that's missing here that's my top one. Okay. And we're going to talk about that briefly. Number two on the list, gambas a la plancha. This is shrimp, right? <laughs> it's nah. just shrimp. It's just shrimp in the, in the plancha, in the, in, the, in the skittle. In the skillet. In the skillet. 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 <laughs> I was trying it, to remember the fucking... We call it the skittles. That might cause obesity. Actually, it does cause obesity. <laughs> yeah. Shrimp so. with the skittles? <laughs> skittles. In Spain, um, they have a really weird culinary. <laughs> yeah. um, gambas. So, one and two are basically the same fucking dish. Right? Well, it's it the same dish. It isn't, but it's like... I mean, you have one, you have the other. It's shrimp. I mean, shrimp... Here, shrimp I would even shrimp. say, number one is gambas al ajillo, which is garlic shrimp. And I would say you just should have that one because that, that one is really good. Like garlic shrimp is, is perfect. I, th- I think if people from Taste Atlas would put all the croquetas together and all the shrimp together, then we could actually add what we like in this fucking list. That's true. Otherwise, I mean, we can just put gambas a la plancha slash ajillo. Make it like one yeah. umbrella, one one we should, place. We to should go. speak to these people. Maybe they need like actual food reviewers that <laughs> that you know have an <laughs> IQ that's higher than eighty three, for example. <laughs> I, I, I mean, this I, is done. This is done by who? By a bland lady? Like what is this? Like it's it's somebody who definitely doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah. All so right, one so, and two. I like how they do the scores on the side. It like. Yeah. Completely relevant. That's, that's made up. They, <laughs> it they, is made up because this is basically a one, two, three, a four top or a top four. 
You know, same fucking score. Anyways. Yeah, and, and what the fuck? What is this based on? Like, who the fuck did they ask about this shit? <laughs> this is just stupid. Did they ask real Spanish people? Did they ask the English that go back to England after right. two days in Marbella? And so, By the way, congratulations to the new king of England. Uh, <laughs> have, have you seen his hands? No. You haven't his... It's like... It's like a fatter chistorra on his hands. Oh, really? He has chistorra yeah. hands? He has chistorra. <laughs> he has morcilla hands? <laughs> morcilla hands. Okay, That's well, to start off, to start off, I mean, gambas, yeah, like shrimp, garlic shrimp, I'm cool with this. This should be in top 10. I don't mind it. Starting now... Towards the, the bottom. Yeah, towards the bottom. Now, starting with the things, I mean, at the end of the day, shrimp is the cockroach of the sea. People don't, you know, really... People don't think about that shit, but it's, about it. it's actually true. All right, let's talk about the things that are missing here and that are very, very... <laughs> let's very, talk about the important thing. Yeah, like, for example, mor- I just talked about morcilla, right? Morcilla, which is... What's morcilla in English? Bl- blood, blood sausage, sausage right? Mm-hmm. It sounds a lot more gory in English. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, morcilla is blood sausage. Sometimes they put rice in it. Sometimes they put onions. Even though I, u- I didn't used to be a fan of it because I think of this being coagulated blood... I've gotten to like it because it is a distinct, strong taste. And I do think that in the Spanish cuisine, morcilla should be there. What do you think? Is this something that you like and that you think should be in the top 10? I'm with you. When I was little, I hated that shit. Just thinking about blood. It's like, why why are you guys eating rice and blood? It doesn't sound appetizing. But it's on the grill, so it gives it a, a grill flavor. Um, I have... Eat it, eating it more lately, so, or not, it's not on my daily diet, so it has been a while since I ate it, but I have eaten it more since I started uh, working in the kitchen. It, it, it opens my mind. Okay. I, I try to open my mind to open to, to different things, but I think I'm with you. I think Morcilla, top 10, not top five, more like top six. Top six, okay. Seven no, at most. Definitely one thing that's, that should be here. Um, I have another thing, but I wanted to go sort of relate to you. You mentioned your number one. What's your number one that's not here? Maybe it coincides with the one I'm thinking. Number one, the only one. If you want like real Spanish tapas, tortilla de patata. Spanish tortilla uh, with potatoes. I like it with onions. Same. Uh, I I know that there's a big issue with that because a lot of chefs are like no onions, only potatoes and eggs. I like mine with onions. Very good. Definitely my top one. My favorite thing in the world. And then you know what's even more more fucking great? Montadito de tortilla. So basically a baguette with a couple pieces of tortilla, Spanish tortilla in it. That is the quintessential Spanish tapa. Yeah, and w- what are you saying? That in April, nobody fucking ate tortillas? Spanish tortillas? You- you're telling me that in April, in this top 10, that shit couldn't be in it. No, I mean, and, and we're not going to stop using rankings from this page. But oh, we, no, I love it. But we are going to just make it clear <laughs> we're, that... We're going to criticize the shit. Yeah, they're going to criticize it. But it does give us some content to go over. <laughs> No, but the, yeah, the tortilla is sort of like, I mean, this is going to destroy 
what I'm about to say is not going to be good, but the thing that you can compare the most to a Spanish tortilla is like an omelet, but a Spanish way. And it's a lot better, and it has potatoes, and, and it has onions. And depending on where you eat it, they add chorizo to it. You can have chistorra in it. There's a place where I eat it that has ca that we put caramelized onion mm -hmm. and goat cheese. And it's insane. Insane. Yeah. For sure. Now, chorizo tortilla is my favorite. Like, that's, that is my favorite tortilla. But, you know, the classic one is uh, the potato ones. And, yeah, and, and the onions. Um, you like I, it gooey? I like it gooey, yes. A little underdone. Right. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Um, what a, uh, there's, uh, for me, there's a lot more missing in this list. Um, I mean, I'll give I, you, I can give you one. Um, the tortilla was, was definitely one of them. The other one that I would put here is the, and maybe I would take it off with, with the pork sandwich, which again, nothing against it, but I just don't think it's quintessential Spanish, you know, cuisine. I would put bocadillo de calamares, which is the, cal the fried calamari inside a baguette. And that is classic and that's delicious. You see, I'm not, I'm not there. Oh, really? El bocata de, de calamar is not my thing. Hmm. Do you mm. like calamare in general? Calamare. No, I'm, uh, I'm not a big fan. Okay. I've, I've eaten it. We have a dish at the restaurant with, with the calamari. But definitely not. No, okay. I don't know. All right. Well, that's Just fine. I mean, fried. we don't have to agree with everything, right? No, it's okay. It's okay. One that's but, but, but I would recommend people in Madrid. There's, there's a lot of places. Just look for reviews that do amazing calamari, fried calamari sandwich or bocata, and I strongly recommend it. One that's missing, pantumaca. Oof. Bread, basically bread, garlic, and tomatoes. Grated tomatoes. And olive oil and salt. Olive oil and salt. But pretty much, I mean, this is like a very common breakfast in Spain. They grab half of a baguette or they, it could be different types of bread. It could be, uh, uh, what's it called, the focaccia. It could be uh, different types. Um, but what they do is they cut it in half, they put it in the oven, and then they take it out. They put a little bit of garlic. They put tomato that's been, that's been uh, liquefied. So, and then you put olive oil and salt. And I know I, I, for someone that hasn't tasted that before, it might seem like, what the fuck? That's weird. Once you taste it, you can go back. It's so good. My One of my favorites, for sure. And if they sell you a 20-euro tomato, it's going to make it even better. Right. In Spain, they have very expensive tomatoes. So, <laughs> no, I mean, you can get the cheap ones. But with the good ones, you get the better juice. I think one that we're missing and that it has to be in every fucking top list of tapas. Doesn't matter the month. It has to be like the serrano ham or jamón yeah. ibérico. Yeah, serrano ham is missing here. And this is a very, very sad thing to see. Again, proof that the people on this website are completely... <laughs> are white? What? No, I mean you could be not, not the, white. we don't share the same the same uh, no, food white. ideology. Well, I think they I, I think we can go further and say that they're very wrong in their approach because even if you do a, re, a small research you will find that 
yeah, jamón serrano, serrano ham, curated ham that's been dried and salted. That's the, the fucking thing that you go to Spain. That's the, the markship. That's the brand. That's what you go there to do. You go to clog your arteries with ham. And the fact the that best. it isn't here, uh, I think that the best, the best way to have it is on top of a little bread, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you know what's something that's good too? They, you get a little baguette bread, you put tomato. Uh, I'm saying liquefied tomato, but I'm fucking... It's I'm grated. Missing. Yeah, grated tomato. And then you put the serrano ham on top. Right, that's the the pantomaca with steroids. Right, that's a. I, I've had it actually. That's it's a pantomaca if you're higher class. <laughs> Jeff Bezos style. Well, the good thing about Spain is that even me as a poor person, I can buy serrano ham. Yeah, it doesn't need to be cinco jotas, which is expensive serrano ham. Well, it has to be ham. the best, you know. But it has to be cured, right? Yeah, I mean, it has. Otherwise, it's just ham. <laughs> it's just ham. So, it's <laughs> a, um, I think other stuff that was missing here, olives. I like olives. the olives. Yeah, they're very good. Spanish olives are one of the best. Mm-hmm. And I think the cheese. Cheese is yes. very good. Manchego. Manchego cheese. You can have Cabrales cheese. Cabrales Idiazabal. Those are fucking amazing cheese. So. This, don't listen to this fucking list. Listen to I, our list. I would say that maybe you can put ham and cheese on in one, sp- one like, category. Yeah, like like embutidos and. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's definitely missing. And like I said earlier, patatas bravas, which is the the classic potato from Spain, is instead of Make being sure in, in long McDonald's size <laughs> fries, instead of that, they cut it in like triangles, little triangles. They fry it and then they put this spicy sauce on top that Chef Maurice was saying is just ketchup. It isn't. It's really good. And the places that do it well do it amazingly. So, I mean, that's pretty much us fixing this 10 best rated tapas list. But let's make sure Taste Atlas knows that we don't, we're not hating on them. We're hating on the list. Well, we're hating on the guy that made the list. (laughs) Fucking Jeff. And Taste Atlas contact Contact us, and we can do a better job. Yeah, we can do this correctly. List. <laughs> we can actually do the correct job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, I'm down, uh, I'm down. Taste Atlas, Kiko Flo, Mauricio, let us know. Keep we can real. do a better list. Uh, anything else you're missing here? I think. <sighs> Not that I, I can we remember touch... now, but I think we, we cover the basics and, and, and the really essential ones. Are you, are you a fan of the Spanish albondigas? Uh, to be honest, I haven't really had much of those, but I mean, they're good, but I, I think that you have so many plates on front of that. And I mean, this is, of course, based on my opinion, but one that I forgot. I'm not, I've never had Spanish albondigas, by the way. I'm guessing it's a lot of paprika and stuff, but, um, one that I forgot, one of my favorites, not, it's not on the top. Tor- we already established tortillas there, but pimientos al padrón. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just close green, it down, shut it up. Green Let's peppers. Discuss. Green peppers. You pair that up, green peppers with a nice steak. Or a nice cachopo, which is a fried steak. Chicken fried steak, right? That's how they call it in, in, the, in the US of A. In the, in the white people country. Um, <laughs> Pimiento Salpadron. You're white and you live there and you're yeah, in America. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I, I know, know. I know. Uh, <laughs> 
Pimientos al padrón. If you can't find them in the United States, shishito peppers, which are the Japanese versions. Oh of shit! This. I need to find them shishito peppers for real. Shishito though. peppers. It's a oh. Japanese version of pimientos al padrón, and you mm-hmm. you do the same. You fry them, salt, eat that shit raw. Grill them is good too. Grill is good. Fry is good. All the if you're doing some steak, you put that in. I mean, this is not Spanish, so let me just add this as a little extra. But also jalapenos on the grill with your steak, Damn. fire. It can fuck up your hemorrhoids. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you for tuning in. Uh, Chef Maurice, always lovely to have you uh, add to the to the show and not subtract. And sometimes, sometimes subtract. Sometimes, sometimes. No, but I think at net, net at the end, if you put the adding and the subtracting, you, you sort of equal. Okay. You end up being equal. You end up bringing nothing to the table. <laughs> No, 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 no. Chef Maurice, exclusivity deal is going to be with us at least four years. And then who knows? Maybe maybe, maybe Fox will hire him since they took out Tucker Carlson. Um, so, yeah. I mean, that's what's happening right now. Let us know what you, what tapas you think should be here. If you've gone to Spain and we miss a tapa that you're like, hey, bro, this shit is fuego. Let us know. Put it there. Criticize mm. us. Insult us. We love you. We're on iTunes, Napster, Pirate Bay. Spotify, YouTube, subscribe to the Instagram. We're on TikTok. We're everywhere pretty much that you can like there's no way to not find us. So yeah, Broski Doodles out. Take care, Chef Maurice. Peace.